Hi. And welcome to the Lovies Podcast. <laughs> I'm your host, Emily. I'm your hostess, Allison. And we're here to talk about relationships. Even though we've, we've never, never been, been in one. one. What? Okay, no. let's get it. Go, 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 get it. <laughs> well, hello, guys. Yes. <laughs> it's been a week. It's been a week. We We've have, made it. Emily, might I say, yes. dare I say, Uh-oh. your hair looks nice. I look really nice right now. I she am... looks like a proper old European man. Yes. With, with that sweatshirt and that white beater. <laughs> Does it look bad? <laughs> if you were in Tennessee near a swamp. But I look like I'm in Malibu, which I just love. Yeah, you, like, like this outfit is very, like, visualized with me. Dear listeners, dear lovey, Debbie's. Like, it's like a woman who eats organic foods, shops at the Whole Foods, Uh, like eats granola for breakfast. Yeah. Works out at 6 a.m., does the thing. It's like, I'm just having my lunch, which is two berries, (laughs) and I look at a cracker. (laughs) (laughs) But then you put this in a questionable town. And it's like, like, like Jordan, <laughs> get back over here. Like, don't go run down those streets. I, and you're holding another baby that's screaming. And you're like, just go be done. Be like, boy, I'll whoop you if you don't get back here. Uh, it's like that TikTok where it's like, what's something that's cool if you're rich, but not if you're poor? Yeah. And it's like There's recycling. <laughs> you don't. But we don't want to have that conversation. Yeah, Recycling. So that's so true. So true. Good. Very good point, Diane. Thank you for bringing yeah, that up. Thank you for bringing that up. Okay. Anyways, I know. I thought I looked cute. No, but, but it's nice. No, it is good. I look cute. I mean, look like I'm ready to go MMA boxing. Well, I look like I'm a, I look like trailer trash constantly. No, you look really nice actually right well, now. Well, right now. But this She's is wearing one. a sweatsuit that's all orange. Neon orange. Anyways, enough call for me, what we're wearing. Call me. I could <laughs> stop traffic with this outfit, you know what I mean? You could. Cone in it. Yeah. But it looks really cool. Like, if you had some sneaks, you could wear it out. Why would I do that? Because people are. And they should be punished for that. Bad. That is slander. Bad fashion Don't choice. do that. I'll pick up on the sound. <laughs> disgusting, disgusting girl. She's picking a scab. You no, know, I'm not. Oh, oh my what are you, gosh. It was just itchy. It was. Yeah, and you go in for the kill. <laughs> you were looking at it. Ew, okay, enough about that. Okay, let's move it on. Enough of this. So what are we talking about today, Allison? Hey, you tell me. I just found out. The likability factor. We're talking about the likability factor. What does that mean? Well, I don't know. I've just kind of been thinking about it. It's been rattling in the back of my head since for till June of this year. Because I was like thinking. So everybody's been in lockdown or isolation or like whatever the hell Uh they've been doing. Basically not going out to bars, not dancing, not seeing people, not going out to dinner. And then now all of a sudden, we're all let loose to go and have a good time, hang out, have fun. And guys have just been coming up to me in like record numbers. That's not to toot my own horn. Nothing about me has gotten better looking, smarter, funnier. If anything, I've gotten more politically active. I've become more unattractive I've I've been a little more of a detonator. (laughs) Like I'm more, yeah, like... I mean, I'm doing school board meetings. I'm getting involved in church. I'm, like, doing everything that the Going world to the rallies. tells you not to do. Yeah. I'm doing that. So, if anything, I think I'm less attractive to the everyday average person, which is so sad, but true. That means you're doing something right if you're not liked. So, yeah, it's true, though. So. <laughs> I'm going to cool down the incubator. <laughs> so, 
then I was thinking, because, like, all these guys come up to me, or they're talking to me, but then, of course, nobody's really following through, no one's, like, trying to have a relationship, or date, or do any of that stuff, and it's like, I get it, but then I see some of my other friends go out, and, like, guys, like, want to date them, or really find them attractive, or, like, try to have their number, or talk to them, and I'm like, what is the likability factor? What has the likability factor been, and what does it take to be liked by a person? Like, romantically speaking. Yeah. Like, to get, like, you go out, and it's the same scenario, but what makes that guy want to date you as opposed to just have one night with you? Yes, exactly. And, like, also, what makes them come up and talk to you? And it's, like, I know we kind of talk about this, and we talk about, like, holding your own, standing for your truth, setting boundaries and standards. Like, what are the standards that you set? Why do you compromise on them? Why why should you compromise on them? You know, what makes you change? Like, I think we talked about that a lot in our past episodes, but it's, like, really, like, because then there's this big trend going on on the TikTok or on the reels where they're like do I like him or am I just in Italy like do I like him or is he just ugly like do I and it's like why are you putting that out in the universe like do I like him or is alert like am I just bored Yeah. yeah and it's like I don't know at any stage in life when like you liked someone because of circumstances, right? So if you have nothing going on and then there's a guy that you like, is it because you're bored? Maybe it is. But so should you compartmentalize him into being like, well, I can only like him this percentage or this much or I should only show him this much attention, you know? And then it's like, because then there's another trend that I see where it's like, oh, like I liked him and then he liked me back and I realized like I just I don't like, like him anymore. Yeah, and it's like, I know what that's like, you know, like I understand I've been there, but it's like... But it's, like, I feel like it's almost, like, a badge of honor to be, like, see, like, I actually really didn't like him. Like, see how much I'm not in a relationship. Like, see how much I'm catastrophizing and all these fantasies I have in my head because it's so much cooler than actually committing to somebody. Yeah. And then that snowballs well, into... Well, because it just validates their, like... Selfishness. Yeah, their fears. Yeah, exactly. Because I think that people more than ever are like they don't want to put in effort and they don't want to be in there for the long haul and they don't want to have responsibility and it's almost more fun to have these toxic little like trysts where you can just talk about it at brunch and like have a story to share but it's like stories are fun I'm all for stories I'm all for growth but if the growth was you could post a reel on TikTok or so you could relate to a reel on TikTok that is dumb by the way that is like I'm sorry are you in middle school like, because when I remember all those times when I did that, I was in middle school or high school. And did you know that your your lobe, your full frontal lobe, is not even developed? Yeah. And you're erratic, and you're making decisions based on your peers and what they think of you, not so much, like, what's actually wise or has common sense. I didn't do that. I was not peer pressured, actually. And I can say that definitively. <laughs> yeah. So that's not just like me thinking I'm great. That's me knowing that I did not succumb to peer pressure. Because we were just talking about this too. Because Rush Talk was a thing like a few weeks oh, ago. Oh yeah, Alabama. And I always wanted to be in a sorority. But I just don't think I'm like a group person. No, we're not group we're people. We're not group people. I'm really individual because I did cheerleading. And I did not like the group aspect of it. I don't like teams. I'm not, like, a team person. I'm not, like, a lone wolf person either. Like, I like, you know, community and having your little people. But I'm really not into organized groups. Yeah. I realize. No, nobody really likes an organized group. Yeah, nobody. Well, some people do. They like the community. They like the solidarity. Well, you know why? Why? 
because they're not capable of making friends on their own. I think there's that, and also they don't want to make the decision on their own. Mm. That's what I think the attractiveness of groups are. It's, and it's then, just a free think tank. It is a free think tank. And I don't like being... That's so dangerous. I don't... I hate that. Yeah, I don't like Being like, well... Like, I mean, I'm not going to make any choices. I can't make a decision to save my fucking life. But, like, I'll be damned if I'm like, I'll do this because I know they'll just tell me what to do and I'm fine with that. Yeah, and I think that's why people do that. Anyway, so then the likability factor. So then they're all going on these dumb dates or creating these things. Because, like, what if you actually really did like the guy, but because you sit there and look at TikTok and the reels, like, which I think are so toxic, you're like, oh, well, this is what everyone my age is doing, no, and I want to be just no, like that. it's very dangerous. I think it is dangerous, and I think what we've lost in this generation, in this millennial generation or whomever is dating right now, is discernment. Yeah. That's what I'm seeing the loss of. Because it's like, what makes a guy attracted to me? You know, what makes them attractive to me? And then why is my friend getting so much better? Like, I, there's like a guy, okay? And he, I believe, likes me. He won't ask me how I'm doing. He won't follow up with me. He'll post to his stories. So I know what he's doing. Yeah. So I know everything that's going on in his life. But he won't come right out and say it. And it's like, okay, I get, like, I get the reasoning. Like, I get all the background of it. But it's like, if you like me, why don't you make it more obvious? Yeah. And then I have my friend, and she has this guy that really likes her, and he gives her more. But at the end of the day, it's about the same. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, he shows up. He'll, like, take her on a date, but then he won't talk to her for a week. Yeah. Like, he won't ask her how she's doing. But when he's there, like, he's fully there. Like, he'll drop everything to see her, but only sometimes, and you don't know when, and you don't know, like, if the mood strikes, you know? Like, it's a lot of these games, and it's like, how is that different? But when you're on the side where you're being completely ignored, then you look at your friend, and you're like, well, she gets so much more attention than me. Is there something I'm doing wrong? But like, it's like, in think? reality, you're not getting anything at all. Like, because would you say those two situations are the same? I would say they're similar, but I think the one where the guy shows up is more harmful mentally. Do you think so? I think that's the worst situation to be. Why? Because he does show up sometimes, and that fucks with your head. Be like, well, he does kind of care about me. Like, he doesn't, because it's like, not, there's no consistency. With the other guy, you can get over it and be like, okay, whatever. Like, I'm seeing a pattern. Like, let's just stop that pattern. But the other guy, you got to go through it a few times and upset yourself a few times and be like, oh, like, this is a pattern. Yeah. Like, just because he shows up once doesn't mean he's going to show up again. But he could show up again, but that doesn't always happen. But sometimes he'll show up three times in a row. Like, and that's something. Like, that's an effort. Yeah. Like, no, that's so much worse mentally. That gets you, like, so fucked up. Would you say, like, that would probably last longer, too? That would be, like, it, You could do that for, like, years. Yeah. At least. And you but, would never know But where the you are. one where it's, like, just posting on the stories, it's, like, you do that for, like, a year before you get done with it. You know what I mean? That's true. Like, like before you're truly washing your hands of that bullshit, like, yeah. one full year. That's true. Well, because in that one where it's, like, because at the end of the day, do both of those men stick around? No. Well, I don't know. No. I'll, <laughs> you know what? Question. I'll use generalized statements yeah. because there's always exceptions to the rule, but no, those men do not stick around. They don't stick around. Mm-hmm. Unless you're their exception, but when, like, but, like, why would you do that? That's true. Why and it's, like, why do I want... Like, a man like that. Like, a man that, like, I think is a standard of man. Like, why do I want to be his exception? Like, what is his standard then? Mm. Like, how trashy is that? That's a good point, actually. I don't know. I think there's exceptions. Well, of course there's exceptions, but you can't live in the exceptions. It's true. I agree. You can't live in the exceptions. I know. So then what's the likability factor? Because then it's like when guys put in effort, then it's like, 
oh, well, then that means that they like me. And it's, like, what's weird and what I think is making everybody well, confused. Well, I think the true effort is being honest with you. Yeah. I don't think showing up is effort. I don't think talking to you is effort. Like, like making jokes with you, effort, mm-hmm. whatever. Like yeah. Like, taking you out for dinner. It's not effort. Okay, yeah. that should be the standard. That should be expected. That's yeah. not you going out of your way. Yeah. You evidently going out of your way, which I guess is not the standard, which will never be the standard with the way we're all acting, like fucking children. Yes. Is a man being completely honest with you, mm. telling you where you stand. So you're not sit, you're not sitting there, your finger up your ass, <laughs> being like, "But does he really like me?" Like you could have gone out ten dates and not know what that man thinks about you. Wow, and that's, that's a so hard true. truth to swallow. That is, and so the real need, the real like standard, mm-hmm. is a man just being honest with how he feels, yeah. and what he wants out of the situation. So, like, say the guy that's not there. He says, I'm not going to be here and I'm not ready to date you. But he keeps updating your life on stories. But, he's, but, but what did he say to you? Not going to date you. Yeah. Right now. So he's not dating you. Yeah. And he's and not doing that. So he was honest. He was honest. And he's sticking with it. Be different. He's like, I'm not going to date you. And still he was like, maybe we'll see each other this weekend. Maybe we'll see each other that weekend. Yeah. Like, and then no, commenting. That's, that's tugging and your chain, dude. That's true. So then the guy who does show up, because when you're on this side of the fence and like you talk to a guy and he's honest, I think the hardest thing for women to accept is that men can be honest and truthful and actually mean what they say. I think which is interesting because, you know, because that's been a thing for like ever. Yeah. Enough. Like where it's like women always try to find men in a lie. Yeah. And it's like they're not very good at lying and you know it. But yeah. But the woman, the reason why women are constantly thinking men are lying is because they're really upset with the truth of what men think about you. That is so true. Say that again. That is so true. <laughs> it's so true because I was with my friend today at brunch, which is fabulous and amazing, and I was telling her about, you know, college boy and saying everything he said, and she's like, well, you can't really trust it. And she's always been that way. She's been cynical about it. But, like, we're like, but you're being realistic. Like, we think she's being, like, I like yeah, like, you're real about it. But, no, it's because we cannot accept because that's what I said. I said, well, men really don't make it up. Like, they're why not that they? creative. Why would they? Why would, they? unless, like, their whole gig, because some men do. Well, because here, here's here's the thing. Here's yeah. the thing. Because it's, like, the big example that you can pull of men, men lying is when they cheat. Yeah. And honestly, it's by omission of truth. Yes. It's not even making up a story. Like, that's every true. now and then it is, but really think about it. I saw, I saw a message where this guy t- messaged his girl on Snapchat. And he was like, like, babe, like, I like, before I come over today, I want to let you know, like, I don't know why, but my, I was asleep this morning and my dad thought it'd be so funny to, to put a vacuum tube on my neck. So I have some hickeys, but haha, don't worry. It's my dad pulling a prank. Like, dumbass. Like, that's an obvious lie. Blight lie. You know what I mean? Like, you know when they're untruthful, it's terribly done. But also, I would say there's this very concentrated niche of men who, who like, their goal is to just cheat. You know what I'm saying? But how but you can, can we, always pick them out. I know, but you can pick them out. And also, it's like, well, there's also a really concentrated niche of women who love designer bags. So does that mean all women love designer bags? No. So does that mean all men cheat? No. no. But I think because you see the most disgusting man, and you're like, every man is a variation of that. Well, you know why? And then it's interesting because we idolize that disgusting man in a way because why? What a woman love to do? 
savior complex. It yes. is more natural in a woman than yeah to, to be, be with that. the bad boy. And so we have all these men, and we've idolized them, and we've fueled their desires and their dreams, starved their fears, and what? And now men have what? The audacity. Now men have the audacity mm-hmm. because we gave them the audacity. Yeah, it's like you give them a. a, a it's like the devil. Give them an it inch, he'll take a mile. It's so like true. Like those men go crazy and will will keep breeding them for years and years and years to come. Yes. Because we're like, but like they'll change for me because why? Women want to be pursued mm-hmm. and they want to be found to be special because we are special. Yeah. And we are worth being thought about that way. Yes. And so the worse you make a man mm-hmm. and the nicer he treats you, the more important you feel yourself. Yeah. And you're like, that's my guy. Because isn't that a big trope in the books these days? Like, the big tropes are, like, enemies to lovers. Yes, that's really And, bad. like, I hate everyone except her. Yes. Like, that's one of the top tropes right now in book talk. Yeah. And so I'm like, I hate that one. I hate Because that. I'm like, you can't take him anywhere. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, other people can like you, too. Yes. But, um, yeah, because then it feeds into that savior complex where it's like, see, women are the tamers. Yeah. And men are whatever. But then it's like a whole thing with toxic masculinity at the same time. But it's like, if we didn't feed into it, they wouldn't be such a big conversation in society. Exactly. Like, because we are, like, we are innately creating. Well, you know what I also think? And I think it is so sad because, so college guy, he, we went out and then he's all like, because I'm obviously pulling from experience, but he was like, I'm not going to date you. I'm not going to do long distance. I think that we have a special, but I can't do it right now. And I think women hear that and they're cynical about that. Or they're like, you know what? You're lying. Like, you really want to do it because you gave me an inch there. You said, see, like, well, we have a special. I want to do it. And then you hound them and you try to pressure them. But he said, I'm not dating you right now. Because, and then why and his we actions do that? follow that. He no, didn't lie. No, he didn't lie. His actions are lining up with what he said. Yes. But here, because Emily went to, like, a doctor panel thing. I did. And it was a psychiatrist as well. Yes. So he was a psychiatrist. And what did he say? You say it. He said, you know, the, I, I think I talked about this before, but the world is filled with hysterical women because of cowardly men. Because the women stand up and they walk out and they look for the man to be. Because men, whether you like it or not, the reality is there's alpha and beta. Men tend to be the alpha. They tend to be the protectors, the providers, the ones that, like, because what does a woman always say when she gets married? He's my rock. He's the one that keeps me solid. And yeah. every woman is like, oh, like, I want that. You never see a woman say, I'm his rock. I keep him grounded. You never hear a woman say that. You always hear, he's my best friend. He keeps me grounded. He's funny. I make him laugh. And what does a man say? Like, she's funny. She's beautiful. She's always there to care for me, to support me, right? Yeah. That's what you hear. And in the line in the every man's heart that is the desire for man and woman yeah so then when you don't have that then you have a bunch of women this is the psychologist said he said you don't have a bunch of men to tame women and that sounds like well that's so toxic no no but like because that's what makes it work because a woman is so emotional and she can and then she becomes hysterical and you have a bunch of cowardly men who don't know what to say to her and i think because as i was talking to my friend at brunch she said well can you really believe him can you do that i'm like if we don't get Give the men a, a voice, a, moment. a chance to speak. Because if every man said that about a woman, said, I can't trust you, you're lying, you're crazy, you're hysterical, you're emotional. Where the if every is. man said that, <laughs> how would you feel about men treating you? What would you think? Oh, well, I would think, oh, well, every man just thinks I'm crazy and hysterical and emotional. They're never going to take me seriously. So flip it on its head. If every woman said, I think men are all liars, cheats, and toxic masculinity, and I don't respect them, well, now they're not going to approach you because they'll be like, well, she just thinks I'm lying. Like, yeah. she doesn't think I'm yeah, like, the what's truth. Yeah, like, what's the point? I shouldn't have Like, to everything I say upsets her. 
You know why? Because I don't have a vagina. I'm not her friend. Yeah. So I'm a man and I'm taught it because that was another thing with college guy was like, because that's what made her say it. She was like, I said, because I was so down on myself. And I said, oh, like, you just don't care. Like, you just want me for this one thing and whatever. And then he said that, no, like, you're beautiful. I like you for your mind. Like, you're funny. He's like, how many times do I have to say it? And you can hear this on any podcast anywhere. There's always the woman who's like, oh, yeah, well, he says, like, how would you like it if I came home every day and said I was ugly? Like, no, like, don't say it. It hurts me. And then they're like, oh, my gosh, groundbreaking. But it's like that's how little we trust a man. man. That's rude. Cause he, cause we hang them all on that one toxic man that we knew, and that's not fair. Cause yeah. when you have a bad girlfriend, you're like, okay, bye bye, toxic girlfriend. But you know what? Her Shelly over here, she's my home girl. She'd never betray me. But yeah, Becky over there, she like, was awful. Becky, but you're not holding <laughs> Shelly to Becky, are you? No. Yeah. You're but- like they're two separate people. They're two of two different minds. But because you're so negative about men, and then it's like that's I think. Like, now, it's like I'm realizing, like, I think you take so much away from your dating experience going into it being, like, every man I meet is going to lie to me. Yeah. Like, you take so much of it away. You deprive yourself, and I think that's what further perpetuates the hysterical state. It is. Because what do you create? A false sense of reality. Yeah. And and that's how, like, literally paranoia kicks in. And that's probably why we're seeing spikes in anxiety. Yes. Exactly. Like, spikes in anxiety and disillusionment, disassociation, depression. depression, yeah. Because it's like, when you feel like you're being lied to all the time, or no guys step up, it creates paranoia. And then you feed more into yourself. And then you because become because off. we like these days we say paranoia is like wisdom. Yeah, exactly. And like that's like a complete like it's what's farce. keeping us safe. Like that's what's keeping us safe because it's interesting because paranoia is not far from anxiety. We don't like anxiety. Yeah, these days. I yeah. mean it's going crazy. It's going but crazy. But nobody actually likes anxiety. Like, yeah. we should talk that all we want. But paranoia, no, that's wise. You're watching yourself. You're yeah, watching you're your protecting back. yourself. You're guarding your heart. Of course they're going to like And it. it's like, we got to realize that, like, <laughs> everything has a root from an extreme idea. Ooh. Like, nothing is truly, like, oh, well, like, it's just, like, I'm just guarding my heart. It's like, no. Like, think about, like, the root fear. Like, like in that movie, it, Inside Out, what's that called? Oh, Is that that, that Disney one with the emotions? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> so it's like only five. Like they, they, they caught it down to five fear emotions there. Five, five core emotions that every other feeling you get roots out of. Oh, you know what I mean? Because yeah. I know they wanted to add a lot more. I saw concept art lately for like a bunch of different types. Oh, wow. But why do they not do that? Because like one, probably for story purposes, but also <laughs> it really routes down to like those five. Yeah. Do you know what they are? Yeah, it's happiness sadness fear anger and disgust i think disgust is kind of like a bit of a grab i think they just didn't want four yeah so so let's let's focus on the four (laughs) there's even less happiness (laughs) sadness fear and anger yeah those are pretty common ones three of them are terrible atrocious yeah fear anger disgust yeah or what fear anger and and anxiety yeah or that's fear yeah was it sadness (laughs) the most basic one fear anger sadness and then you have the one i know the one that's happy and the one that's good and and when you hear i'm sorry but if you hear three opposing one you're gonna probably go with the three aren't you oh Mm -hmm. so that's a fun little thing fun snippet but um because why would those three agree with that one that's why that one has to be so fucking strong and that's why we're so weak mentally constantly No, because where does the one come from 
Jesus. Jesus. It comes from Jesus. True. Because, like, Jesus whispers, right? But the devil shouts. Yeah. And the devil had three apparatuses to attack you. Anxiety, fear, and anger. Those are three apparatuses to attack you and take away your one little happiness. And people feed into those three as if their life depends on yeah. it. Yeah. And that is what I am so tired of seeing in the dating world. I'm so tired of talking to my friends and having to defend a man and what he says. I'm not saying he is not capable of lying. He absolutely 100% is. I'm capable well, of lying as well. Because I feel like that's how it is with, like, literally everybody. Yes. Like, either your friends cut you to the chase and they yes. talk smack about the guy they're talking to. Yeah. Or they're constantly defending the guy they're talking to. It's like, yes. it's like and why are we trying to justify it to other women? Why are we? Like, why do we feel the need to claw on and justify this man to the public? It's like, one, because either he's not good or two, something told you that men are so bad, you're ashamed to just be with one. Because I want to think, because, like, let's flip it on its head. Are men out here defending their woman tooth and nail? No, like, honestly. I really don't think they I are. I don't think they are. I think that they're dating. And I think men sometimes have opinions where it's like, ah, like, she's kind of a bitch. But I'm not going to talk about it because that's really his life and he can do what he wants. But they're not sitting there nitpicking, was that true? What did she mean by that? Is, did she mean exactly what she said? They're not sitting there and thinking about it. But a woman is and she's hysterical. And the reason why she is is because not enough men are being like, I like you. And here's the actions I take. They're not taking actions because they're already feeling defeated. Yeah. Because we go into it already saying, I'm going to take your number. I'm going to tell you what we're eating. And I'm going to tell you how I'm feeling. And I don't want to hear what you think because I already think you're toxic. That's what a man walks into. Yeah. And if any person walks in already being the bad guy. And a man's gonna ego, end up being and a man's the bad ego guy. is so fragile. Which they I can't agree. handle it. A man's so they're ego like, okay, fragile. fine, I'll have sex with you. And I just won't talk to you because that's what you expect from me anyway. Yeah. Like, you're why, not giving why me would the I chance. do anything else? Yeah. And it's like, you're not even giving me the chance to prove to you otherwise. And then I have to fight with you constantly. Because it's like, yeah, okay, college right. Because when I told that to my friend, she's like, well, do you believe him when he really said that? And it's like, yes, I actually do believe him. Because it's like, if I never believe a man says that I'm pretty and means it, then that means I don't believe it on some level. Yeah. You know? And that means I don't think I'm worthy of a guy actually thinking that of me on some level. Yeah. You know? And it's like, and he's honest. And he's like, I could tell you this, 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 just so I could go home with you tonight and do this. Yeah. And he's like, I'm not. And like, that's still not good enough for a lot of people I know. Which is yeah, so it's sad. Not. And it's like then nothing will be good enough. And that's why you find yourself in this rat race. Yes. And and then that's why the men that are out there are actually vile, awful people. Because yeah. we're just diminishing them. We're not listening to them. So. And then because I feel like that was... um. That was that was something I learned in college. I don't I don't know what class it was. I never referenced my philosophy class this week, but it may or may not have been from philosophy. Yeah. I no, it's from juvenile justice. It's from my criminal justice class. I knew it was one or the other. Okay, it's from juvenile justice because that was a chapter, being like, why why do these kids end up in prison? Like that was like one of the mm. things, some of the reasons, and one of them is like you say what they are and they hear it so much that that's what they are they just become that thing yeah and and like that's why it's like oh like you're gangsters like you're mobsters it's like well people are saying that I might as well just do it like who cares i'm already getting punished like i'm part of it i might as well like get the rewards of doing it yes exactly and so like that is like a really big like tactic yes. that we are doing with these men because we're putting them in those boxes that they we don't even have to put them there they're walking in they are and it's like because they're like well you're gonna put me there anyway I'll save I'll save me the trouble I'll just yeah. go there it does and then look at women today like flip it on its head okay we're blaming men for never being honest but are you anything more than a sex object but are you ever like 
graceful. Yeah, are you ever graceful? Do you actually, like... Are you worthy of truth? Are you worthy of someone being honest to you? Like, like look at, and then it's like when they tell you the truth, will you constantly refute it? Yeah. Like, will you always but find But also a look at what they're feeding women. Go on, I know we talked about this before. Go on Misguided. Go on Pretty Little Thing. Yeah, go on ASOS. What true. are they selling women to wear? How are you ever going to think Why, you yourself? know what? Let me get my soapbox for a minute. Okay, you go. Why must every article of clothing constantly be see-through? And I'm not saying that in a fashionable choice. Like, I'm saying why, when I buy a tank top, yes. you can see, like, every, you can see the hairs growing on, yeah. <laughs> on my stomach or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, why is it that thin? Why is it so like, thin? Like, stop. You can get the good material. Get the good material. That's my thing. That's not even, like, I, I don't I even think those are sexualized that, purposes. That's no. like fast fucking fashion. That's fast fashion. And I hate it. I hate it. Like, you can't buy anything white anymore. It's a gamble. It's a gamble. Like, you can't buy anything white. And it's like, and it's like, but really think about it. If I'm to shop all the time on Misguided and I see these bras as tops, these skirts with the slits, the jeans that are ripped and low or high-waisted and short or like whatever, what am I going to think of my body? Yeah. I'm going to think, well, it's only as good as the currency of my abs or my tits or my ass. That's all that I'm good for. When I wear this, a man is going to see how hot I am and then want to get to know me. No, he's not. No, he's, no, not. he's not. And then you're <laughs> going to go in and you're already thinking he's lying. And the thing is, he's not lying. Because if you go in and your body's on display like a buffet... He's pretty much going to see, oh, well, you have tits and ass and a stomach and your hair is this long and this is your makeup. That's all he's going to see yeah. because people are, men are visual. visual. Men and are always visual. Women are not visual. That's why you can date an ugly guy or like whatever. But the thing is, <laughs> the thing is, like, it's just like I feel bad for women too because they get, they're at a disadvantage. Well, I feel bad because this has been a thing for so long. Like if you really want any guy to pay attention to you truly, who's not like grade A loot. Like, I mean, God knows I don't dress like that. And all the men that have, have approached me mostly. Yes. Absolute dorks. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm sorry. Like I, we all love a good dork, but I'm talking like, I'm sorry. I don't like you in that way. You can like me that way all you want. Yeah. Like nerds. But see, I like Yeah. But nerds. it's like because, <laughs> and so it gets me thinking. I was like, well, if I look like that and I dress like that, I get a lot better attention from at least men I thought were kind of cute. Like, even though, you know, it's kind of baseless. I know, but when then, women wear that and they go into that, they know it's baseless to a fault. It is. I know. Cause it's also, it's like, we talk because on that's the-, the part where like, I know we talked about this all the time. Like that's a part where the woman regaining their sexuality kicks in mm-hmm. because it's like, well, I'm choosing to do this I know what it gets me and I want to do that it's like but you don't want to do that because you just want a little bit of attention and you want to be desired and you want to be pursued for a moment in time yes and it's like and you know you're not going to get a good traditional way because no man is treat it's is has been truly taught yeah truly taught I believe they, balls were dropped yes, with these men I and like that. and and they should step up to the plate and they should try harder like but I fought we the men need for to this give shit. them the runway to do so I know because it's like got it like, I don't want to say I hate saying this because it is biblical. But it's like making men stumble and doing that whole thing. I know. But it's like, because it's interesting because to you, it's like not a thing. It's like, like, well, I, like, do I have like a million mini skirts in my closet? Yeah, well, I wear them. Yeah. But I think it's different because it's like making men stumble in ways that don't allow them to, to be better. You know, because it's like yeah. if you have sex before marriage, that's not allowing a man to be better. That's well, not allowing you to be better. Because I feel like it's really hard with these men, which is a thing that men have to get over. 
Because it's, like, you got to be able to, like, kind of disassociate the two. But because we don't understand how truly visual men are sexually, Mm -hmm. like, they cannot disassociate the two. No, they can't. It's, like, it it takes them over. And it's, like, if you are allowed, if you're feeding the worst part of a man, you're going to get a bad man back. But if you're feeding the best part of a man, you're going to get an honorable and respectful guy back. Because you can wear your mini skirts and you can do all this stuff. But it's, like, I don't think a mini, because I was actually thinking about this. I'm, like, why does the skirts have to be so short? Why? do these tops have to be so cropped like why do we have to be wearing a bra with a blazer and booty shorts like really think about it like in the 1800s they weren't yeah in the 1920s they weren't and it's like we just get more and more flesh like we're just gonna be and it's like i'm you. so tired of it like i'm so tired of it and it's like do i think a mini skirt is great i mean i don't think like in the grand scheme of everything like it is fine compared to what's being worn now but it's like we have to really be aware of like how short are we making these skirts how like low cut are my tops you know what i'm saying yeah, like because now what are we really wearing because sport. then we become more and more desensitized to it you know like yeah. we have crop tops we don't wear the crop tops but because we see it all the time we're like maybe we could be that well crop. it makes me really nervous because now that we're on the whole like um school board gambit yeah. Like, what do kids imitate? What what they see? What Adults. they see? The, and yes. so that makes you really nervous because it's like, yeah, like a 23-year-old, 20, like even, hell, like whatever, 18 plus can wear that stuff all they want. It's like, mm, but now you're seeing a 13-year-old girl wear that. Yeah, like they're, and they're, they're going have, out. They have toddlers and crop tops. Yeah. What the hell is that? Like, that's creepy as that's hell. Creepy. It's creepy. And then it's weird because it's like, it's, it's just weird because people are like, well, like, don't sexualize a child. Like, don't think about that way. It's like, I'm not, but I know there are sickos out there that yeah, do. Yeah, there are sickos. And, and I'm like, like and that's just... been a thing forever. That's been a thing even when they wear the most covered up thing. Yes. Like, why would I make that easy for them? Why like, would you? Why would yeah, you do see, that? why would you do that? Like, it's just like, why? And then why are we advertising where our kids are? Did you know that there was a point in time when you didn't even let your kids play out in front of your house? Not that long ago. When we were children. I'm 26. She's 23. Not that long ago, the our grandfather wouldn't want us to play in, in the front of the house. How many years ago taken. was that? Was like when Bush was president, okay? Because kids were being taken, and now you're putting street signs that say "senior, fifth grader, second grader, preschooler." Why the hell are you advertising your kids? Yeah. Why are you doing yeah, that? Nobody work. gives a fuck but pedophiles. I promise you. And then you let them be pedophiles by saying their sexual preference is map. I know that's a like, thing, you guys. A minor attractive person. That's yes. part of the, that's and in the that, plus. That is in the LGBTQAIA plus category. Yeah, it now. Is, it's part of that's the why you don't hear pedophiles anymore because now they're a sexual orientation and yeah. that is disgusting. I know that's a real thing that that um whoever's like in charge. And of then that it's like the whole to... reason why we're talking about this is because if we're degenerating as adults. What is the It's going to go down to the kids. And it is yes. going down to the kids. And it is going down to the kids. And it's like, we can't get, like, I am 26 and I still can't trust a man. That is wrong. Like, that is that wrong. Is wrong. I would rather have my heart broken because I trusted a man every single time than be alone and bitter because I never gave someone a chance. And that's the moral of the story. We're doing this time. for future generations. We are. And you should too. So uh, yeah. buckle up. Buckle up. <laughs> we'll let you know how our meetings go. Yes. <laughs> okay? Yeah. <laughs> the political segment of the podcast. <laughs> All right. Well, love you, lovey dovey. Yes, we this love you. This is a good episode. So this is a good episode. High five. Nice. Very good. Very okay. Good. Love you, lovey dovey. Talk to you next week. Love you. Bye.